listening to Awakening Miracles with Alita McDaniel. Today, we're going to be talking about the giving and receiving cycle and the importance of gratitude. So we are focusing today on lesson 187. And the lesson is, I bless the world because I bless myself. Now, if you grew up like I did, where you were told it's better to give than to receive, you are probably also conditioned to believe that you should give from an empty cup, that the way your life uh, is deemed as virtuous uh, comes from how much you give um, and that it's not okay, uh, essentially, fundamentally, to receive, to allow other people to take care of you, to give to you, to support you. Sadly, this phrase, the original statement of this phrase actually says, it is better to be in a position to be able to give than it is to be in a position to have to receive. Now think about how different your life would be if you knew that from the very early stages of when you first learned that statement. The framework of your mind and of your perception would be very different. Because instead of looking for ways that you could constantly give from a perspective of essentially being a martyr, where you're giving everything that makes you happy, healthy, and whole to serve everyone else, instead, you would look at it and say, it is better to be in a position to have a wealth, to have an abundance of whatever it is that I can give, than it is to be in a position of having nothing and feeling like I have to receive. Now, depending on the state of martyrdom that you were raised in, uh, you know, as a coach, one of the things that I see is many clients come to me as martyrs and they've made themselves chronically ill because they're so focused on giving everything they've got to everybody else that they've become the ultimate people pleaser, giving to a fault. I even had a guy that I dated many years ago tell me, you are giving to a fault. You are serving to a fault. You give too much. And I didn't understand it at the time. It didn't make sense to me that I was a martyr, but I was. Based on the trauma that I grew up with and losing a father at a very early age, you know, who left and decided to go start his own family, uh, you know, it, it taught me at that time and conditioned me to believe that I didn't give enough. I didn't serve enough. And I continued to give and, and try to earn his affection and try to earn his attention, not realizing that he too was broken. And he too was a struggling people pleaser. And it was easier for him to just walk away and cut me off than it was for him to actually face what vulnerability meant. And so I had adopted this pattern from him to the point where I would start making myself sick. So I would overgive in attempt to gain someone's affection, gain someone's love, and I would start getting sick. And then the illness gave me the excuse to say no, to walk away, to take a break. It gave me an excuse to not be a workaholic and force myself to rest. 
And I see this time and time again with my clients. So let's go to the lesson. And the lesson says, no one can give unless he has. He or she. (laughs) In fact, giving is proof of having. Protect all things you value by the act of giving them away and you sure and you are sure that you will never lose them. What you thought you did not have is thereby proven yours, yet value not its form. For this will change and grow unrecognizable in time, however much you try to keep it safe. No form endures. It is the thought behind the form of things that lives unchangeable. Now consider how many times in life you have looked at, say, for example, material wealth, material possessions, and you have clung so desperately to these things that you've become identified with your perception of them, not with the thing itself, but your perception of the thing. If you think, for example, that, you know, you have an abundance, but your life is in a constant state of scarcity, there's a massive possibility that there is a disconnect in what you perceive versus what you're actually allowing yourself to experience. Go back to that idea. It's better to be in a position to have enough to give, to have more than enough to give, than it is to be in a position to have to receive. So when you truly believe that you are abundant and that you have an abundance to give, you will experience abundance in many different ways. But when you say that you are abundant, and you always have enough to give, but you are in a constant state of illness and scarcity, you don't actually believe what you're saying because the results show otherwise. Material possessions can be an illusion because many of the people who give and give and give have set a priority not just for the material possessions, but for the ability to give. If it is true that by virtue, giving is commendable, then we also have to take into consideration how we judge our own lives. If on a daily basis you look and you say, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough resources, I don't have enough support, how do you think you're going to be in a position to be able to give to others? The story that you are telling yourself and the creator is that I am not enough. I don't have enough. I am not worthy enough. Therefore, you cannot fulfill whatever duty it is that you have in your mind to serve and to give. Because you've created a life where you don't have enough to give. And it's not about the money. 
It's not about the material possessions. Not everybody's love language is gift giving and gift receiving. Some people have a love language of words of affirmation or quality time or acts of service. Where you could literally give someone an ear, a shoulder to cry on. Because that's more than what you've got. Because you know you always have an abundance of that. When you know you have an abundance of what you can give, you will always have more of it. The creator will always listen to our dominant thoughts. And so, if we are in a constant state of not enough, we will continue to repeat the manifestation and the receiving of that experience, not enough. And the hard part is, while it's really easy to assume that if I just could win the lottery, if I could just make more money, if I could just get this new car, if I could just get this new house, if I could just change my life, that I would be happy, that I would be able to be philanthropic, that I would be able to change other people's lives. And yet, you're coming from such a place of desperation when you say that, because you're not looking for what's abundant in your life right now, that what you end up doing is you end up having conditional happiness. You'll get that car. You'll get that house. You'll make more money. But because you didn't do your due diligence to change your mindset on the way there, you'll get there and you'll be miserable and wonder why you still don't have enough. And the key is to have gratitude for this very moment, to have gratitude for all of the ways that you are abundant. It might not be ideal and it might not be everything that you want and everything that you feel like you need, but it's enough for now. And the more you can focus your gratitude on it, the easier it will be for you to manifest more of it. And so if you take anything from today's lesson, it's this. In order to believe that you have an abundance of something that you can give, you have to first be thankful for what you've already got. You have to acknowledge that there is abundance already present in your life. Even if it's an abundance of chaos that you have manifested unconsciously, be thankful for the fact that God always hears your prayers, always responds to your dominant thoughts. Be thankful. And then from there, choose to focus your energy on the abundance of what you have to give and give it freely, knowing that there will always be more and always be more and always be more so that you're not serving from an empty cup. You're not giving what little bit you have because you're so broken and you're so flawed and you're so scarred and you're so unworthy and you're so not enough. You're giving from a place of gratitude, knowing that I am enough. 
So I hope this message inspired you to see abundance and gratitude from a different perspective and to understand the importance of giving from a full cup. And if there's someone that you know that really needs to hear this message, please go ahead and share this with them. Every little bit helps. And while you might think that you don't have the words or the energy, even sharing an episode like this can be exactly what someone needs for their life to change. So never discount the baby steps. Never discount the tiny little bits, that tiny little intuition that tells you, hey, someone can benefit from this, whatever that might be. That little intuition, that little bit of, 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 of glimmer of what could possibly serve is God saying to you, be my voice. And the more you listen to that, the easier it will be to receive greater and greater guidance that will lead you to the life that you want to have. So I hope you all have an incredible rest of your day. I look forward to chatting with you again. Please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast if it calls you. And I will talk with you soon. Namaste.